Hello everyone, and welcome back to This Is Murder, with your host, Randy Ramos. And on today's episode, we'll be diving in into a more familiar case that I'm sure most of the world's familiar with. We will be diving into the case of Charles Manson and the Manson family. Charles Miles Manson, Maddox, was born November 12, 1934. He was an American criminal and cult leader. In mid-1967, he formed what became known as the Manson family, a quasi-commune based in California. His followers committed a series of nine murders at four locations in July and August of 1967. 69. Although the motive for the murders were disputed by Manson, the Los Angeles County District Attorney believed that he intended to start a race war. In 1971, he was convicted of first-degree murder, conspiracy to commit murder, and death of seven people, including the film actress Sharon Tate. The prosecuting continued that while Manson never directly ordered the murders, he... Ideology consulting in overactive conspiracy. Charles Manson was born on November 12, 1934, to a 16 year old Kathleen Manson Bower Caventer Maddox in the University of Cincinnati Academic Health Center in Cincinnati, Ohio. He was first named known in Maddox, within which he was called Chow. Charles Miles Maddox. Manson's biological father appears to have been Colonel Walker Henderson Scott of Cattlesburg, Kentucky, against whom Kathleen Maddox filed a paternity suit that resulted in an agreement in 1937. Maddox might never have known his biological father. Scott worked internationally in local mills and had a re- local re- reputation as a con artist. He allowed Maddox to believe that he was an army colonel after Connor was married his given name. When Maddox told Scott that she was pregnant, he told her he'd been called away on business after several months. She realized he had no intention of returning. In August 1934, before Manson's birth, Maddox married William Eugene Manson, a laborer at a dry cleaning business. Matt Maddox often went on drinking sprees with his brother Luther, leaving Charles with multiple babysitters. Divorced on April 30th, 1937. After Williams alleged gross negligence of duty by Maddox, Charles retained Williams' last name, Manson. On August 1st, 1939, Luther and Kathleen Maddox were arrested for assault and robbery. Kathleen and Luther were sent to five years and 10 years imprisonment, respectively. Manson was placed in a home of an aunt and uncle in McLean, West Virginia. His mother was paroled in 1942. Manson later characterized the first week of the shooter from prison as the happiest time in his life. Weeks after Maddox released Manson's family moved to Charleston, West Virginia, where Manson continued to play truant and his mother spent her living Evening drinking. She was arrested for grand larceny but not convicted. 
That family later went to Indianapolis where my next man, an alcoholic named Lewis, no first name though, to an alcoholic that don't press me, and married him in, in August 1943. I'm going to skip ahead here. After being discharged from prison in 1967, Matson began attending a group of followers mostly young women, a woman from around California. They were known as the Manson family. The core members of Manson group followed, including Charles Chet Watson, a musician and actor, Robert Bushin, Bushinali, a former musician and running director, Mary Bruner, privacy and librarian, Sue Atkins, Linda Casalabin, Patricia Creamer, and Leslie Van Houten. The Manson family delivered into Doomsday Cove, where Manson became fixated on the idea of imminent apocalyptic race war between the um, American black population and the large white population. A white supremacist, Manson believed that black people in America would rise up and kill all whites, except for Manson and his family, but they were not intelligent enough to survive on their own. They would need a white man to lead them, and so they would serve Manson as their master. Late in 1968, Manson adopted the term Houghton taken from the song of the Beatles. Recently released the White Album to refer to his upcoming war. In early 1969, Manson and his followers committed murder in Los Angeles. The Manson family gained na national notoriety after the murder of Sharon Tate and four others in her home in August 8th and 1969. And Leno and Rosemary LeBlanco the next day. Tex Watson and three others of family educated the Tate LeBlanco murders, allegedly acting under Manson's instructions. While it was later accepted at trial that Manson never expressed, expressly ordered the murders, his behavior was deemed to warrant a conviction of first degree murder, a conspiracy to commit murder. Evidence pointed to Manson's obsession with an enticing Irish word by killing those he thought were pigs. His belief that he is, is how, that his would show the N-word how to do the same. Family members were also responsible for the assault, their crimes and attempted association of President Gerald Ford, a Sacramento by Lynette Squeaky from. Well, it's often thought that Manson never murdered or tried to murder on himself. True crime writer James Bud Day in his book, He Be Cold Leader. The last word is hard. Manson claimed that Manson shot to dealer Bernard Crow on July 1st, 1969. Crow survived. The state of California tried Manson for the Tate and LeBlanc murder co defendant Leslie Van Houten, Susan Atkins, and Patricia Cowinkle. Co-defendant Tex Watson was tried at a later date after being extradited from Texas. The trial began on July 15, 1970. Manson appeared wearing French buttons, his typical clothing at Spawn Ranch. On July 24, 1970, the first day of testimony, Manson appeared in court with an X card in his forehead. His followers issued a statement for Manson saying, I have asked myself from your world. The following day, Manson's 
could defend Rahul and Atkins. And Kovac could also hear and quote with an X carved in their forehead. Doesn't sound good. Members of Massa's family camped outside of the courthouse and held a vigil on the street corner because they were excluded from the courtroom for being disrupted. Several Massa's followers also carved crosses in their heads. During the trial, members of the Massa family appeared in saffron robes and threatened to immune themselves if Massa was convicted, just as Nans and Vietnam had done in the protest of war. The state presented dozens of witnesses during the trial. However, its, its preliminary witness was Lisa Casaban, who was present during the Tate murders on August 8th through 9th, 1969. Casaban provided graphic testimony of the Tate murders, which she observed from outside the house. She was also in the car with Manson on the following evening when he ordered the LeBlanc killing. Casabet spent days on the witness stand being cross-examined by the defendant's lawyers. After testifying, Casabet went into hiding for the next 40 years. Immediately after defendant's castle arrested their case, the three female defendants shouted they wanted to testify. The attorneys advised the court, the chambers, and they tried to oppose their client from testifying. Apparently, the female defendants wanted to Testify, Madden had nothing to do with the murders. The following day, Madden himself announced that he wanted to testify. The judge allowed Madden to testify outside the presence of the jury. He stated as follows These children that come at you would not have to come at your children. You taught them. I did not teach them. I just tried to help them stand up. Most of the people at the ranch that you call family were just there, people you didn't want. Manson continued equalizing his actions to those of society at large. I know in your hearts and souls you are much going to Vietnam more as I ever to leave this involved. I cannot judge any of you. I have no malice against you and no reverence for you. But I think it's high time that you all started looking at yourselves and judging the lives that you live in. Manson concluded claiming that he too was the creation of the system that viewed as fundamentally violent and unjust. After Matson finished speaking, Judge Order offered to let him testify before the jury. Matson replied that it was not necessary. Matson told the Matson then told the female defendants they no longer needed to testify. On November 30th, 1970, Leslie Van Horn's attorney, Ronald Hudge, fell to beard for closing arguments in the trial. He was later found dead at California State Park. His body was badly discomposed and it was impossible to tell the cause of death. Who said this agreed right there in trial to the mission that his client by Henry should not testify? Declared that Master had no involvement with the murder. Some have alleged that he some may have been murdered by the Master family. On January 1971, the jury found Master Korean Court Atkins guilty on first degree murder in all seven Tate LeBlanc killings. Seven of the Tate LeBlanc killings. The jury found that holding guilty of murder in the first degree in the LeBlanc killings. After their convictions, the court held a separate hearing before the same jury determined the defendants to receive the death sentence. Each of the three female defendants, Atkins, Van Houten, and Krimwinkle, took the stand. They provided graphic details of the murders and testified that Manson was not involved. According to the female defendants, they had committed the crimes in order to help fellow Manson family.
Bobby Brazilian get out of jail where he was being held for the murder of Gary Hinman? The female defendant testified that the Tate LeBlanc murders were intended to be copycat crimes similar to the Hinman killing. Against Grimmico, having heard a claim they did under direction of the of the State Department Minister Linda Kusselman, the defense did not express her mind for the killings. On March 4, 1971, during the Senate hearings, Master trimmed his beard to be a full fork and shaved his head, telling the media, I am the devil, and the devil has always had a bald head. However, the female defendants did not intentionally shave their own head. The state prosecutor, Bishop Villain, later speculated in his book, how to structure that the that they refrained from doing so in order not to appear to be completely, completely controlled by Manson, as they had when they each carved in action therefore hurt earlier in the trial. On March 9th, on March 29th, 1971, the jury sentenced all the four defendants to death where the female defendants were led into the courtroom. Each of them was shaved head as had as had Manson. After hearing the sentence, Atkins shouted to the jury, better lock your doors and watch your kids. Wow. The Manson murder, the Manson murder trial was the longest murder trial in American history when it occurred, lasting nine and a half months. The trial was among the most publicized American criminal cases of the 20th century and was dubbed the trial of the century. The jury had been sequestered for 225 days longer than any jury before it. The trial transcript along ran to 209 volumes of 31,716 pages. Wow. I'm skipping ahead here a little bit, but uh, on January 1st, 2017, Manson suffered from gastrointestinal bleeding at the California State Prison in Koran. Koran, when he was rushed to an emergency hospital in downtown Bakersfield. A source told Los Angeles Times that Manson was seriously ill, and TMZ reported that his doctor considered him too weak for surgery. He was returned to prison on January 6th, and the nature of his treatment was not disclosed. November 15, 2017, an authorized source said that Manson had returned to the hospital in Bakersfield. The California Department of Correction did not confirm this in the remedy with the state of federal medical privacy laws. He died from cardiac arrest resulting from respiratory failure and colon cancer at the hospital on November 19th. Three people stated their intention to claim Manson's estate and body. Manson's grandson, Jason Friedman, stated his intention to take the possession of Manson's remains to personal effects. Manson's pen pal Michael Chenos claimed to have Manson will dated February 14, 2002, which left Manson's entire estate and Manson's body to channels. Manson's friend Ben Gurnucky claimed to have a Manson will dated January 17th, which gives his estate and Manson's body to Matthew Roberts, another alleged son of Manson. In 2012, CNN ran DNA matches to see if Freeman and Roberts were related to each other and found that they were not. According to CNN, two prior attempts to DNA match Roberts with 
genetic material from medicine failed, but the results were reportedly contaminated. March 12, 2018, the Court Supreme Court in California decided they were favor regarding that. In regards to Madison's body, Freeman had Madison cremated on March 20, 2018, as February 7, 2020. Shadows of Freeman still have had petitions to California courts attempting to establish the hair of Madison's estate at that time. Shadows was attempting to reinforce Freeman's system during the court for testing. Here's something interesting. In 2009, Los Angeles' Chucky Matthew Roberts released correspondence and other evidence indicating that he might have been Madison's biological son. Roberts' biological mother claims that she was a member of the Madison family who left in mid-1967 after being raped by Madison. She returned to her parents' home to complete the pregnancy and gave birth on March 22, 1968. He put Robert Love for adoption CNN conducted a DNA test between Matthew Roberts and Madison's long biological grandson Jason Freeman in 2012, showing that Roberts and Freeman did not share DNA. Roberts subsequently agreed, attempted to establish that Madison with his father through a drug DNA test, which provided definitely that Roberts and Madison were not related. In 2014, the imprisoned Madison became engaged to a 26-year-old Afghan Elaine Burden and obtained the marriage license on November 7th. Madison gave Burden the nickname Star. She had been visiting him in prison for at least nine years and maintained several websites that pro proclaimed his innocence. The wedding license expired on February 5th, 2015 without a marriage ceremony taking place. Journalist Daniel Simon reported that the wedding was canceled after Madison's kids, but only wanted to marry him so, she, so that she and her friend could use the, his corpse as a tourist attraction after his death. According to Simon, Madison believed that he would no longer, that he would never die and maybe simply have been used the possibility of marriage as a way to encourage Burton and have her to come visit him and buy him gifts. Burton said her said that the reason the marriage did not take place was merely logistical. Madison was having permanent infection had been in, prison, in a prison medical facility for two months and could not receive visitors. She said that she stopped. She still hoped the marriage session would be renewed after marriage would take place. This is the first time I ever deep dived into this story, really. I always heard of this case, but never really read everything about it. If it feels like I skipped over a lot, I did. Um, it would be too much to read. I'll be here all year. <laughs> so, yeah, that's pretty much the gist of this case. Madison is dead and his followers still remain. Ain't that something? Um, yeah, that's it for this case. Sure the last sentence that Kelly when he said prison girl and died at 83 in late 2017.
crazy case that nobody will ever forget. And 50 years later, people are still paying for it, you know. The victims, the families, you know. So I always thought Masson would be the last one to, to die, you know. I believe he was the second. Yeah, this is a case that nobody, nobody will ever forget, you know. Um, they made history in a weird way, you know. He's a guy's name that you never forget. Even if you don't read about him, you know what he did. This is all I have on this episode. This is murder. I am your host, Randy Ramos. Stay tuned for next week when I dive through more another serial killer case. If you like, if you like what you are here, please you know subscribe. You know, leave a review. Any little input helps. You know, and um, I guess I will catch all of y'all next week. Thank you. From your words, as Mr. Emmons quotes them in this book, it's clear that you were guilty of murder, and yet he says in all his conversations with you, he never heard you express remorse. Have you never felt it? Remorse for what? You people have done everything in the world to me. Doesn't that give me equal right? I can do anything I want to you people at any time I want to because that's what you've done to me. If you spit in my face and smack me in the mouth and throw me in solitary confinement for nothing, what do you think's going to happen when I get out of here?